Welcome to the second episode of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Musha, and I'm so happy you're here. If you're a busy mom juggling it all, you're absolutely in the right place. In this podcast, you'll hear ways to make your life more wonderful and less chaotic, which is what we all want, right? In this episode, I'm going to share hacks that'll make your life a little bit easier. So often, we work so much harder than we have to. I am going to give you some ideas that may help you possibly add a few hours to your week and will definitely make you feel just a little bit less stressed. So let's get started. The second episode is going to be tips because the first episode I thought was really, really deep. In the first episode, we talked about, is balance really possible? And I thought, let's lighten it up a bit with some tips and tricks, because as moms, sometimes all we need is that little tip. We've been searching for something so long, something isn't going right. And if we just find out this one little bit of information, everything can change. And it's such a beautiful thing. But even though this is supposed to be a more of a lighthearted episode, I still want to sneak in some shifts to your attitude because that's my job. And that's the whole point of this podcast. I want to explain to you that every single tip that I have in this episode didn't come from some fancy Pinterest site that looks amazing and makes you wish that you have their life, but that don't actually work because they've never actually tried it themselves. I'm just going to give you tips that I have tried and that worked for me, or that maybe didn't even work for me. I'm going to even share something that was a total failure. But let's talk about this attitude shift that I told you about. I mentioned in the first podcast that our attitude is the most important thing we have to get better balance. And it's true with this too, because these tips I'm going to tell you about, each of these tips came about by me asking this one question, how can I do this easier? Because let's be honest, here's what happens. We go through something and it doesn't work and we get really frustrated and it's really, really hard and we shut down. Our minds shut down or we go into that deep, bad place that us moms go to so quickly, which is, I'm a bad mom. I can't be balanced. I'm doing things wrong. You know that place because I'm sure you've been there. But let's say we take a step back. Let's say instead of just blaming ourselves and thinking that our life is horrible, what if we just ask a simple question? How can I do this easier? When we ask a question, it changes everything because it takes us out of this victim mindset into a mindset where we are empowered. We can change our life. We can do this. And you may not have the answer. You may say, how can I make this easier? And you cannot come up with a way, but you know what you can do? You can do research. You can go on the internet. You can see, did somebody do this easier? You can ask a friend or you can just think about it. Let it stew in your mind and think, is there a way to make this easier? Don't answer the question right away and maybe the answer will come to you. So that is my mind shift for you. When you think of something and it's frustrating you and you just want to shout and you want to scream with frustration, instead, ask yourself a question. How can I make this easier? How can I change this? Is there another way? Okay, so I snuck that in. And now we're going to go through my list of tips for you. And the first one is going to be my disaster so that you'll hear that I'm not perfect and you're going to hear how I try things and how I change things up. So tip number one is to find a way to go to the grocery store less. Going to the grocery store is so much work. You know, you've done it. 
first you have to menu plan. So you can't even get into the car and go until you know what you need to buy. So you have to plan and then you have to actually go to the store and then bringing everything home. It's a big deal. So I encourage you to find a way to go to the grocery store less. And not only will this save you so much time, it's going to save you money because they say that every time you go to the grocery store, like let's say you go two times a week or whenever you go, every time you set foot in the grocery store, you're spending more money. So this will save you a little money. But what I like is that it also decreases the amount of waste and clutter because when you go less, you have to use up stuff you have. You're kind of forced to because you don't have a choice. So find a way to go less. Now, there's different ways to go less. You could, one, you could send a spouse. Number two, you can order in your groceries. Number three, you can change your schedule. So let's say you go every two weeks if you're currently going now once every week. So there's things you can do. Some stores also let you order your groceries online and you just drive in and they put them in your car. Oh my goodness, that one sounds like a total dream to me where you just drive up and somebody loads them and you just drive home with your groceries. So if they have that in your area, wouldn't that be amazing? That could save you so much. So let me tell you about my kind of failure and how I'm getting around it. So I decided to implement this tip by going to the grocery store once every two weeks. I thought for sure that would work for me because first of all, we're doing a CSA. So every week I just walk maybe five houses and I pick up the fresh vegetables that we need for the week. So that's not such a big deal. We also have a very small fridge downstairs that I could store extra milk in. So I thought, oh my goodness, going every two weeks is going to be awesome. And my friend, it was totally awesome for about six weeks. It was totally awesome until about last week when the first big snowstorm was supposed to fall. And I did my goal. I saved money. I had fewer items in the house, but now the snow was going to fall and I had no groceries. So I had to make an emergency trip to the grocery store and where I live, it's very congested. So I couldn't park. I had to park really far away, lug my groceries. It was a disaster. So you know what I've learned? I've learned that going to the grocery store less frequently is an awesome tip and I'm going to do it. I am just going to figure out how to do it so it works for me. So I've learned going every two weeks doesn't work for me, especially in winter when there could be a crazy storm. So I'm going to try it a different way. I'm going to maybe try sending my husband to the grocery store or maybe once a month, I'll skip a week. So I'm going to keep trying this until I find a solution. Maybe I'm going to try Instacart. And I recommend that you do the same. And let me know when you find a way to do your grocery shopping less, let me know. And if you're like me and you try something and it doesn't work, please don't beat yourself up. Just keep trying. Ask yourself, is there an easier way? What else can I do? Okay, my next tip, I did not have a failure. I'm happy to report. My next tip is something I've been doing for, oh my gosh, I don't even know how many years. And I did not come up with this tip. This tip came, I think it was from an episode on Oprah, and it's such an obvious tip that when you hear it, you're just going to be like, why haven't I been doing this? And the tip is for keeping your car clean. On Oprah, there was this family with a car that was such a disaster. There was trash. It was just a mess. There was barely room for the people. And Oprah's guest told them, here's what you do. Anytime you get gas, just throw away your trash. There is a trash can right there by the pump. So just grab it and throw it out. 
And that's what I've been doing all these years. And yeah, my car may need a good vacuum. It probably needs one right now, but it's not filled with trash. So that's really, really nice. That is such an easy, simple thing for you to do. That's why some of my tips are just the most simple things, but they could change everything because having a car that's not full of trash is such a beautiful thing. My next suggestion is one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites because it's not just a way to keep your house organized, but it's to keep it positive and uplifting. After about the first week of school, the kids may not want to do their homework so much. It becomes a little less exciting. I saw on cleanmama.net that she suggested that you have a homework caddy. And I thought this was genius because especially when the kids are little, they need all kinds of supplies to do their homework. They can't possibly use a blue crayon, right? It has to be a red crayon. It has to be a glue stick. And then they need scissors. You need so many supplies that it could make you a little crazy. So she suggested that you have a homework caddy so that everything is in one place. As soon as I saw this idea, I knew that it was going to be genius for my family. Because first of all, it is very frustrating having to run around your house and find the exact supply that your child needs to do their homework. But I also realized that it would work really, really well for my family because it would make homework more exciting. So I took her idea and I used it in a different way. So she had on her blog a picture of just a beautiful homework caddy, and I'm going to link to it in the show notes. And I took it a step further and I bought two. I bought one for each child and I filled it with new, beautiful things. I didn't fill it with their old crayons and old pencils. I bought items specifically for the homework caddy and I had them build it and put it together. They even decorated it with washi tape. That has since gone away, but it was very cute at first. And then I put the rule down, which was you could only use your homework caddy for homework. You cannot use it for any art projects. And you know what this did, my friend? This made homework time so much more fun and exciting. Every time it's homework, you would get out your homework caddy and you could use your new fun things. But a third benefit that I didn't realize, so again, the first benefit is you're more organized. Second, it makes homework more fun. But the third benefit is as soon as the caddy comes out, it shows them it is time for homework. It changes everything up because it announces it is homework time in our family now. And as soon as homework is done, the caddies go back. So I really suggest if homework is an issue in your family, definitely consider creating one of these homework caddies and fill them with beautiful things. You can even let your kids pick out what they want to have in their caddy. But the secret is, is that this homework caddy can only be used for homework. So if you catch them taking it out another time, you gently remind them, hey, this is for homework. Let's put this away and get out your other scissors. And you're going to see it's going to make them really want to do their homework. My next suggestion is to help you with your bills. Because as a mom, I am always forgetting to pay my bills. Luckily, they're not usually late, but it gets to be something that's in my mind. It's taking up space and it's making me nervous. I wonder, did I pay my credit card bill? Because I don't want this huge fee if I didn't. And then last year, I actually forgot to pay our utility bill. And I was so frustrated. Luckily, the fee was really small. I think it was only maybe $2. But I thought, this is a scary thing. What if I forget to pay a really important bill? So I have a suggestion for you. And my suggestion is to have a bill paying day. 
So have a day of the week, maybe Sunday, where you sit and you pay your bills. But I have something else for you that will really help make sure that you don't forget your bills. When I had this problem last year, I created a spreadsheet and I'm going to share it with you. So go ahead to balanceworkingmoms.com slash podcast. Join my mailing list to be part of our resource library and you can get access to this printable. And the printable is so simple. Like I said, the best solutions are the most simple ones. It just lists all the companies that you have to pay and then it has a column for the month. So you put in the date that you paid and the amount and then you just look down and then you can see at a glance if you didn't pay a certain bill because there won't be an annotation there. So that has just cleared up my mind and made me feel so much more at ease that if I'm worried and wondered if I paid a bill or not, I just look at this one piece of paper and it shows me whether I've paid all of my regular bills. And then at the bottom, I'll include one-time bills. So if we have a medical bill that we don't usually pay every month, I'll add it down there so that I'll know that I paid it. So again, the easiest solution, and then you won't have this taking of space in your head. You won't be wondering, did I pay my bill or did I not pay my bill? I hope you find the printable useful and I'm excited for you to use it. My next tip I learned from the pediatrician's office. When I had my first baby, they would call from the pediatrician's office to remind me about my appointment. And they would always say, please come 15 minutes early. About the third time that I came, I understood why they wanted me to come 15 minutes early. And trust me, my friend, it had nothing to do with the five seconds it took them to say, has your insurance changed? Because I knew it wasn't about that simple little question. I knew they really wanted me to come 15 minutes early because it's really hard to get your kid out of the house. As a new mom, I had no idea how hard it was going to be getting this little small child out the door, but it was really, really hard. And I know that they were telling people to come 15 minutes early so that the doctor's office wouldn't run late because they knew how hard it is to get kids out. So I use this with my own life because there's nothing as stressful as being late. I don't care what it is that you're late to. I get so incredibly stressed, even if I'm just five minutes late. And I know you're probably the same. So now, whether it's the doctor's office or if it's just me, I always think in my mind, let me get there 15 minutes early. This has made such a difference in my life. I feel so much less stressed. I'm usually places on time. And let me add, I don't just do this when I have kids around. I do it when it's just me. And it really helps relieve my stress and get me places on time, and I know it will help you too. My next tip is related to laundry. Oh, laundry, the gift that just keeps on giving. This tip is also very simple, but it's going to help you as your kids get older. And this tip is to make sure that every member of the family has their own laundry basket. You're going to say that is so simple. Why are you telling me that for? And here's why. You're going to use this as your kids get older. So first, when your kids are really young and they each have their own laundry basket, it's so much easier when you wash their clothes because then all the stuff goes in the same room. So you're not mixing it with your stuff and then some stuff goes in your room and some stuff goes in their room. It's separate, so it's much easier to put away. But here's the thing. As they get older, it gets even better because this laundry basket is actually a way to train them. So when they're really, really little, you tell them to put their dirty laundry in the basket. So you're training them to pick up their stuff, right? Grab it and throw it in. Any little kid could do that. Next, in our family, the next step as they get a little older is you wash their laundry and fold it, but then you don't put it away. You let them put it away 
And they can do this at a really young age too. Even six-year-olds can put their own stuff away. So you get started with them thinking and realizing, ah, this is my laundry basket. This is my job. And then we get to the next tier, which is the beautiful tier. And this tier is when they do their laundry themselves. So they have their own laundry basket, their own dirty clothes in the laundry. And then you tell them, now that you're old enough, you get to use the laundry machine all by yourself. Then they get the opportunity to not just put away their clothes, but as they get older, the responsibility is on them and then they can wash their clothes, fold them and put it away. But it all starts when they're really little by having them have their own laundry basket in their room so that they see it as their responsibility and their job. Of course, that sounds easier said than done, but it's just the step. So again, these tips aren't always going to be earth shattering, but they're just a new way of thinking. You can't have your kid be doing their own laundry when they're older if they don't have their own laundry basket. So start thinking this way. Start thinking, what can I do now or in the future that can make my life easier? I hope that one of these suggestions has inspired you and I hope that you implement. If you decide to implement, please start with just one. If you start with too many, you know you're not going to end up doing any one of them. A good place to start would be to go ahead and download my printable. The link to it will be in the show notes. But whether or not you implement anything from these tips, what I want you to come away with is the reminder that when things are hard, just keep thinking, what can I do to make it easier? Stop thinking of yourself as a victim and instead just ask the question. There's always something you could do to make it easier. There are more resources out there than there have ever been before. And we are so lucky to live in this time, this information age. Thanks so much for listening. And because this podcast is new, I could really use your help and would so appreciate if you would please rate this podcast. I wish you lots of balance. I'll catch you next time. 